Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. I'm an empowerment and sexual wellness coach, breathwork teacher, podcaster, course creator, badass bitch, and a globally recognized thought leader on empowerment. And I'm here to help you if you're ready to fuck off the rules and create a life of unashamed, unapologetic pleasure and deep, deep confidence. I have a burning passion for the taboo and naughty areas of womanhood that we're not supposed to talk about, such as sexual wellness, bold self-expression, defying social expectations, and so much more. The topics that we're typically taught to shut up about or be ashamed of are the conversations I live for, and those are the kind of juicy, soulful chats that are going down on this show. My intention is for you to step into your most outrageously free, unapologetically expressed version of you. So if that sounds like a vibe, let's fucking go. Are you ready? Welcome, Lucy. Hello. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for our chat today. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, So I want you to introduce yourself and tell our audience a bit about who you are, what you do, what you're all about. Okay, cool. So my name's Lucy, as you just said. So my business is Lucy B. So we started off um, with a coconut oil and I'm very passionate about fair trade, organic, um, cruelty-free premium products. Um, And a bit about my background is um, and why Lucy B started is that when I was 18 months old, I was diagnosed um, as a celiac. So for my mum and dad back then, there was very limited free from foods on the market. Um, They had to completely research and cook everything from scratch. Um, and growing up, I've obviously always had a real natural interest in what I put into my body. So Lucy B started um, about six years ago, but a lot longer a lot into research and kind of what we wanted to do. And we were introduced to a coconut oil. So obviously coconut oil is a healthy fat. It's nothing to do with being a celiac, but there was very limited on the market. Um, there was none that were fair trade. They were all in plastic. So me and my dad just looked at ways of importing it over um, and decided to bring one out. So it's quite a random story on how it kind of started but with social media I just started posting um, recipes beauty tips and information and it just sort of grew from there really and I think one of the things for me was where my my actual background as a beauty therapist so I was using a lot for my clients in treatments like massage and facials etc so it kind of just grew from Twitter and then now we've kind of got developed into a lot of more um, skincare products and also like healthy food products Amazing. I mean, you wear a lot of hats, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of going out on all avenues. It's just literally like with all the food side of it, it's my store cupboard staple. So I absolutely love like chocolate. So I brought out a cacao powder and so on. But it's kind of now for us, the big thing is our skincare range, which we've been working on for like two and a half years. And it's cruelty free, like organic and vegan. So it's, it's a, a big, a, like our new big project, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, I've seen that online and it's going off. You keep selling out straight away. I know, it's been pretty crazy. It's amazing. Just the demand, I think now more and more people are becoming aware of like ethical products and it's such a great time, you know, to be part of that. And I think as well with the whole organic beauty and recycling, like 
we really try to keep as little plastic as possible with our products and all of our skincare stuff is in glass jars and I think people are just loving that so it's really good to see it's really nice after a few years it was quite daunting to release it because you know we loved it and to actually have it out in the open it's quite a scary thing to do so the feedback's been amazing so far which is really great. Mm, yeah amazing and you are the brand I mean Lucy B is you right so in terms of this entire huge brand that you're building and you're the face of yeah how has confidence and your own confidence played into that journey and what does confidence really mean to you it's such a um a funny one actually because now obviously as you said like I, I am the brand and obviously when Lucy B started the story was about me but when we originally started Lucy B, and I say we, it's me and my dad. So I did all like the social media side, but my dad helped like financially and like the business side of it. He was very like, he knew all about that. So he sort of did that bit and we worked together. But for me, it was at the very beginning. I'd never put my face anywhere. I never wanted to be actually on it because I was like not confident enough to sort of say, hey, this is me. Like I'm the person behind it you know, this was six years ago, I was worried that I didn't look a certain way. Like, I, you know, I compared myself in ways that it was like, well, I'm healthy. I know I am. But what, what if people judge me and I don't look as healthy as what people expect me to look? So at the very beginning, I kind of I was obviously it was me, the voice of it behind it. But we had um, fitness uh, models or bloggers who were, was on the front of the cover for our brochure. And it obviously had their Instagram and stuff. So it wasn't pretending that it was me. But the more shows I did, people would ask, like, why, why wasn't I on the front of it? And it just gave me that little confidence I needed to be like, actually, I'm going to go for it. And I started then to post my face, you know, a little bit more on social media, then a little bit more than that. And now you go on there and it's like, OK, this girl has a lot of pictures of herself. But I think confidence is such a a strange one you know you you have confidence and you, you're confident in some areas but I think it's you're always going to grow and like it's such a pressure now to kind of you feel like there's always so many different like you should be like this you should do this and you'll be great and it's just kind of I think really it's finding what you want to grow in so for me like even this year I said I'm, I'm I don't really enjoy public speaking I'm just worried about getting something wrong I struggled at school um like like really like with education I was I struggled a lot and I, I'd always worry about getting answers wrong and I think that's just grown into my later life so with Lucy B I could talk to you in my sleep like about everything I know you know like from back to front everything about it but sometimes when asked a question it can kind of throw you off and I just get that anxiety panic thing of like oh gosh how do I answer it and I this year I was like right that's it you need to get out there more you love what you do just go out there what's the worst that can happen so I think for me confidence is like an ever-growing thing but it's kind of just really being happy in yourself like mentally and obviously I think then physically it follows but I do think it's such a important thing like with like anxiety and like being mindfulness of like how you feel on the inside. Mm, Yeah I massively resonate with that because for me, I'm not always 100% confident in everything I'm doing because I'm constantly expanding and and going for bigger goals. So obviously, if I've never done something before, I'm not going to be confident when you're a beginner. But I think what you said that really struck me and that I resonate with is this idea that when you're actually in your passion and you're obsessed with what you're doing you won't feel confident but you won't you won't be devastated if you're not perfect at it because you're in your zone of genius you're in your passion and you're on you're on purpose essentially 
Yeah, and I think it's so true and it's passion drives everything. Like for me, it is, I love it, what I do. I want everyone to love it as much as me. So I love to like spread the word about it. And I think the more you open up, and I think it's a hard thing to do. I think with social media, I'm lucky now where I can open up to people because even before I found it hard to talk to friends, but everyone or a lot of people in the same situation as you. So it's kind of, you kind of think, oh God, I'm the only one that's going to hate talking in front of loads of people. You do a talk and then afterwards you speak to people and they're like, oh wow, like, you know, I never thought I could do it, but I've done it. And I think it is loads of people in the same boat and it's to stop being so hard on yourself like all the time and sort of thinking everyone's doing so much better than you because I think everyone's doing the same and it's just having that confidence to actually push yourself to go and do it because you will get an amazing response from it. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the women that I work with, whether it's, you know, my business coaching clients or my just life coaching clients, yeah, most of them want to start businesses or they want to have a side hustle or they want to do something new that inspires them. But one of the big things that gets in their way is this idea that they have to be visible or be doing public speaking or yeah. giving presentations at work. That's something that I hear about all the time is this panic that goes along with that. And I think you're a good example there of just kind of feeling that fear, doing it anyway, and just waking up one day and making that decision of, I just have to do this. I think that's the thing. And it is, it's like, I've always say one of my like advice things is like, do stuff when you're ready. Don't pressure yourself. Don't push yourself. But when you feel you're ready, go for it. And always, I do think it's important to get, step out of your comfort zone and because then you will see amazing things happen and people around you will be so supportive at the end of the day we're all human we can all fluff up our words and make a few mistakes but at the same time it really doesn't matter the the impact just stepping out of your comfort zone is an amazing thing but I think it is equally do stuff when you're ready like don't feel right this person's doing that I need to do it just work on yourself and you will get there and I think that's a real like key thing um, in growing your business and like starting up as well Mm, yeah, I often say you want to feel around a seventy percent ready, so there's still a bit yeah. of a bit of uncertainty, but equally you've got that kind of passion behind you that says, okay, maybe I can figure that thirty percent out. Yeah, and I always think with talks as well, it's important to like just prep, so get everything ready. Even if you know it, I sometimes think, right, I'll just put down the keynotes so that you're, they're always there. So if you do worry about going a bit, sometimes I worry about kind of forgetting where I'm going with a, a conversation. It's just having like bullet points to say, right, I'm going to talk about fair trade or I'm going to talk about this and you've got it all there and you will go back to it. It all sort of works its way out. Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. So um, you mentioned you have a background as a beauty therapist and now you're this very well-known woman in the wellness industry in the UK. Can you tell us about how you took that leap and made that transition into not only one industry to another, but a completely new ball game? Yeah, it was quite... Um... Yeah, it's, I mean, it was very different. So I started off when I was doing my beauty, I actually had my own business as a beauty therapist. Um, and I was using coconut oil for massage a lot for my clients. I was recommending it all the time for food and for beauty. So the more I was like recommending it, I just sort of thought there was just this missing piece sort of in the market. Obviously now coconut oil is so saturated and we see it everywhere. But when we brought it out, we were like the leading brand really. And for us, the fair trade aspect of it was really important so we knew we had a really great like you know product here because again it was a lot of the ones on the market there were like two other main ones and they had they were in plastic they were they weren't fair trade and I just really wanted to bring one out because I loved it and there's so many benefits to it and of course it was daunting but 
going back to that whole passion thing, when you're passionate about something and you know you've got a great product, the story behind it and the ethics, I just wanted to share it with everyone. So even on Twitter, it was just sharing like in information and um, recipes or quotes and memes. And it just sort of grew from there. But I think like something, you know, is I think it's finding, you know, if you're starting up your own business, it's really thinking about like the key parts of it, like what are your ethics behind it or what is the story what motivates you like what what's going to drive it because at the end of the day you're the one that is going to be going in and talking about it so you really need to love what you're doing and be able to tell people that yeah absolutely so in terms of what you did you basically yeah. just had a cool idea yeah. and when it almost came out of nowhere basically you know I know that you you know your family was passionate about it you were using it but you just thought yeah. hey this is a cool idea so what was it that actually prompted you to go I'm not just going to sit on this idea I'm going to actually do something about it I think for us it was obviously it's just we like we knew it was a great product we knew that it would we, you know it was with the fair trade side of it it was an amazing product and just to take the leap like just go for it like what's what's the worst that can happen we just started um talking to health food shops who were interested and we were really lucky because at the very beginning of um very beginning of it we were taken on by Sainsbury so that gave us the capability to be able to expand into you know other projects and to put some more money back into it so we can really push and promote it but I just think with anything it's just go for it like if you've got an idea and you're you, you know you, you know it's you're like you love it and you can really push it then I think just go for it but that's kind of what made us take the leap we were using it all the time I was recommending it to all my clients who were my beauty therapy clients um, and just decided you know what, what's there to lose just start a twitter page start a website up and like see what happens with it and six years on We've obviously got a range of like healthy food products and two cookbooks, a beauty book and obviously a skincare range. So I just think any ideas you've got, you know, just if you really, really want to go for it, just do it. Mm, I love that. Just feel the fear and do it anyway, right? Yeah. And I think like now with social media, you can get a good feel of stuff. Like I think, we're, you know, with how much that's rise, if you have a good um, social media page if you can partner with the right people if you've got if you can put some blogs out and get people to have a feel for you it's quite a good way of indicating where your product's going to go and like what sort of market is interested and what sort of people are interested in it mm, yeah definitely definitely Lucy you've struggled with celiac disease and gut issues since a young age has that affected your confidence or your mental health in any way and if it did how have you coped with that I think like for me, um, I was 18 months old when I was diagnosed as celiac. I guess one of the weird things, I am quite, I was quite a shy kid growing up and I'd always worry what other people thought. So maybe that has sort of implemented um, sort of how sometimes I feel now because I used to, it's silly things like when I used to have to go to like people's parties or on school trips and my mum had to make my like packed lunch and everyone, all the kids would be like, why are you not having what we're having? And I'd always be like, oh, I'm not allowed it. And I'd always feel really awkward about it. So I don't know if I've always worried about what other people think because of that. But I think for me, a, a massive thing is I know like mental health and gut health is a big thing at the moment, but I do really feel like it does definitely have an impact on that. Like I really struggle with like anxiety um I've struggled with like depression in the past but I think something that it definitely has a link there and I think for me the strong thing is if I'm feeling like 
crappy in myself because I'm bloated and uncomfortable it can obviously make you feel really tense and tension within the body which can cause like anxiousness and to make you feel uncomfortable so I do feel they have they go hand in hand um but I really try to just really be on top of obviously my health but I am very much about balance like I feel social media now there's so many conflicting messages on what people should be doing and shouldn't be doing and I really think do your own research look at products yourself try them out and I love going out on the weekends I love socializing with my friends having a cocktail and then on the weekdays or even on the weekends as well eating healthily but I do live a very balanced lifestyle mental health is something that is very different to each individual and it's kind of how you can cope with it um, and what helps you for me getting up early going to the gym helps with any sort of anxious feelings that I'm getting and talking to friends I'm a massive sort of I really think opening up and talking to people about, you know, if you've got an issue really helps just to release any sort of tension and worry. Mm, Absolutely. Your support system, your community. Yeah. I think those things are even more important than the food you eat at times. Your health is influenced by so many other things other than just what you eat. Definitely. Is this, I think, there's so many amazing like things online now, but I think it is like there's sometimes I'll, I'll I mean I try not to post too much because people be like, well, if it's working for you, I'll do it, and it's like actually no, what what I've you know I've tried and tested a lot of things, and what works for me may not work for you. Likewise, when I've tried stuff, people recommend, and I do think it's just kind of looking into stuff yourself, and I really do like you said, it's like talking to people is like the best way because you can really you know people can help you in so many ways by just chatting to them about stuff. Definitely. I totally agree with that. In terms of your family business, so it's grown significantly in the last few years and it's turned into probably a ton of different things that you didn't even picture from the beginning. So what have been the challenges and mistakes or learning curves along the way Um, and how have self-doubt and fear of failing played into that? Do you know, one of our biggest challenges is obviously because because we really want to be an ethical um, company, it's trying to sometimes find the right products that will work because there's been so many opportunities that I would have loved to have taken. But because of the fact that the, the ethics weren't behind the products or the ingredients, we haven't been able to do it. And a massive one for us is um, palm oil. We're really trying to be completely palm oil free, even sustainable palm oil. We really want to just avoid any palm oil at all. So for instance, like with the, like with the, one of the challenges was our soap we were doing and the skincare. So with the soap, we met many manufacturers and they all said we had to use palm oil. It's the only way you can create this bar of soap that you want to. And we just kept putting our foot down and just saying like, look, we really, really want to create one without. We said like, well, we've got loads of coconut oil. Why don't we just give you the coconut oil? try it out, see what you, what, what you create with it. And in turn, they've actually created, like they say, one of the best bars of soaps they've ever created. And it's completely palm oil free. It's made from our extra virgin coconut oil and it's completely natural. It's like a really amazing bar. But I think as well with mistakes along the way, you know, you're always going to make mistakes. We're all human. And I think the main thing is from that is just whatever mistakes happen, whatever it is, if it's like something small or large, I think it, they're actually kind of key parts to your growing in your business because you always learn from them and I always think even if at the time it's the worst thing they just build you up for a better future and a better business learn a lot from them and you can grow from them and build on and get more experience in what you're doing so I think mistakes are there to be made so that you can learn and grow from them really 
think challenges for us is definitely just like the, the, the whole ethical side of it of being able to create this ethical brand and especially now with plastics as well like obviously people are trying to avoid it and we've always tried to avoid plastic but at the end of the day the product still has to get to the consumer and unfortunately plastic is something that has been used you know it's widely used and trying to get in biodegradable packaging and ingredients isn't always as easy as it can look on the outside so they're sort of challenges we face daily really. Mm, And do you know what? It sounds to me like you have incredibly robust business values. And I think that that plays really nicely into this conversation around confidence, because what I always say to my clients and people that I speak to is that you don't have control in anything in life. You don't have control in what other people do, what the world does, what happens to you, but you can always have control and be empowered if you are true to your values and if you're in integrity with what you say your values are. For you, obviously, creating those amazing products, it looks very glamorous and cool on the outside, I'm sure, but you explain that there's there's a ton of challenges, but probably knowing that you're in integrity with those values all the time, I would imagine makes you feel really good, first of all, but then it also helps you feel more confident when you get to that finish line or you're creating that product. Definitely. Like I always think like there's no such word as can't, but it takes a long, you know, like even with like, like with the soaps, for instance, they were, it was like, no, we cannot do it without palm oil. That we, you know, we had quite a few meetings about it and they have created this bar and it was like, actually just stick to what you believe in and stick to your guns. And okay, it might take a long time. It might be a real spir- spirally sort of slope up, but you, you can always achieve what you want when you've got that sort of passion and drive. And I think it isn't like, short change in yourself when you believe in something don't let anyone tell you different to that if you want it to happen it will happen and like you said you haven't got control over your path but I always think even the one when you have the the issues that arise you always always learn from them and it always ends up helping you for the next stage of whatever it is you're doing in life totally failure is our feedback and I feel like you learn tons more from failure than success definitely Mm, I love that. And I love that you didn't take no for an answer. So many people let their confidence get diminished. For instance, you know, a lot of women that I work with will say, I had this great business idea and then I told someone and they shut me down or, um, you know, they want to do something even just in their own life, like become a vegan or do something that they're really passionate about. And then people around them criticize them and it really diminishes their confidence. And then they can almost back out of that decision as a result. But I think having those values as your compass is what's going to get you through rather than letting other people kind of decide whether or not your ideas or what you want to do is valid. I always think that because I'm sort of, if I've, it's even if I go shopping, it's a silly example, but you know, if you go shopping with a friend and you're like, oh, I love this top and they're like, oh, I don't like it. But and then you get, you get put off and it's the same with business, with ideas. If someone tells you, oh, I'm not keen, it can really make you feel put off and think oh no that's not a great idea but I I think when you've got an idea go for it or find someone that you who will give you correct feedback or someone that will bring you up and maybe say okay maybe not that but actually why don't you try in this angle just I think for me I've been quite lucky like I've got um it's actually one of my mum's friends but she helped at Lucy B from the early days and she's always been very much kind of there to talk to about 
you know ideas that we have or and she's always very like okay this is she's always that brings you up and then we'll say maybe do it a bit different or it's never like no but I don't like that because that can really lower someone's self-esteem or stop them from achieving something that could be amazing so I think it is kind of being careful who you chat to about what you want to do because I think people have this very strong impact as soon as someone says oh no I don't like that it plays on your mind and you think oh god no I can't do that then it wouldn't it's not going to work out and I think it's a hard one but it's so choosing who you talk to wisely maybe totally you've I always say you've got to be you know picking your mentors yeah carefully so if you want advice on something don't ask somebody who's never done the thing that you're going to do yeah. or if you're asking for advice on a product I often see this in different Facebook groups and online communities that I'm in where business women are asking for votes on things like logos and branding etc but yeah. they're asking a you know, a group of 100,000 women who are in completely different demographics, niches, yeah. they're not the person who would even buy that product. So, and then in terms of asking your family, et cetera, for advice, mm-hmm. often people who love you have the best intentions, but they're not always the best people to ask for advice on things. So okay. like, I remember my dad told me once that he didn't think I should have mentions about my mental health struggles on my website. And he was coming from a place of his kind of mentality as a middle-aged man who's quite traditional from Australia thinking that that would damage my business right but actually that was what has fueled my business in a way and that's what people resonate with but he if I had have just gone from his advice I would have just gotten upset taken it off my website and played it really safe in terms of what I spoke about so I think it's super important to ask people for advice or for support if they are taking the kind of steps in their life or their business that you want to do definitely I completely agree with all of that and it's like you said it's like you know what what someone might think for instance your dad he's like probably he's protecting you and like you said he he probably think oh no maybe not but actually that's people related to you because of the fact you spoke about like mental health and it just makes everyone feel better because they know that they're not alone in it. And it's just such a powerful thing to be able to do and like share. So I admire you for doing that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, my dad is literally the most supportive person. of yeah. me. He is coming from his own perspective. And I think what you and what everyone should understand is that people aren't trying to hurt you when they criticize you. I mean, no. some, sometimes they might be, but, um, sometimes people can come across as critical, even though they love you, but, it doesn't mean that you have to take every single person's advice as the truth. You've got to be really empowered in your own vision and your own values. So I think, again, that's why the values are so important and they're a massive part of that conversation. Definitely. It's quite funny you said about that because it's like with um, my dad as well when I started doing Twitter I always replied to people just as myself so if they messaged me I'd always talk to them as I would a friend you know I sent them emojis I I wasn't saying like oh hello thank you for inquiry um (laughs) I was always just like oh hey there like how you doing like having a little bit of banter and my dad one day was like Lucy this is a business page I've just seen what you're posting to people like what are you doing like you need to like be more professional and I was like absolutely not I was like if it's gonna work I want it to be me completely I want to you know show you know I might make a spelling mistake or I'll send an emoji or you know have a little bit of fun and he was like okay like you go for it but I don't think you should and that's what I think grew with followers because it wasn't it was a coconut jar as a picture but there was like a person behind it and I think it is always like you said when you ask for advice it's always people's best intention they're just giving you what they think but sometimes it's actually going with your 
instinct or what you think or speaking to someone who is in that area or industry so that you can get actual you know advice from someone that already knows what they're talking about um mm. yeah it's quite funny that you had that from your dad and I also had the same sort of <laughs> well very different but a similar sort of scenario that. yeah even in my own head like when I first started I my imagery and the way my website was and the copy on there and how I kind of presented myself was different it was more yeah. it was more I guess it was more professional looking in terms of how it was written, how I was presenting myself. And then I just woke up one day and I was like, one of my values is authenticity. And this is me, but this is almost a really tailored version of me for what I think I should be presenting and what I think people want. And to be honest, I had some clients, but I was really having to push hard to get clients at that point. And I woke up one day and just thought, I'm just going to be myself. And I do all sorts of stuff on my social media. Sometimes I'm in my pajamas or I'm dancing yeah. in my living room all the time and singing and like being crazy. And a lot of people might think, okay, well, that's not very professional. But people are coming to me because they they buy into who I am as a person, not the fact that I'm perfect or Definitely. I have this super polished exterior image well I think that's so important now I think you know we see a lot of airbrushing we see magazines and it's this it's not actually true life and I think people really really relate to someone that is just themselves like you're in your pajamas you know like if you know whatever it is you're doing you're just a normal person and you're helping people and it's not like hey this is the perfect lifestyle this is actually me this is what I'm doing and we're all the same it's kind of I think it's really really key to make sure people see that side of you know, everyone really. Totally. You know, I'm a human being. Sometimes I'm dressed up and my pictures look amazing. And then you look on my story and my face, I've just done F45 and I look like a tomato, but that's cool, you know, because I think we've got all these different sides to us. And I think it's important as well when you have a platform that you share that. And the more you can bring that into your brand, I think it will always be of service to you rather than something that disadvantages you. Definitely. I completely agree. So what are the guiding principles or quotes or values that you personally live by? Mine is massive. Like uh, just always follow your gut. Like I think your gut is like, I always, however I feel, I know it's probably a bit cliche, but I always, however I feel, I can just, my gut is like my biggest sort of teller on what I should be doing and how, and how I feel. And I think it's always just being true to yourself as well. Like, for instance, like um, situations or partnerships or whatever might come up that sound like great opportunity, but it's what works for you and what you want to achieve from it. I think it's just really like always be very true to yourself and believe in yourself. Mm, yeah, I love that. I think particularly in business or if you're in an influencer position, there's tons of opportunities that come up all the time. And if you're just following the money or following yeah. the status, you're going to end up in a certain position. You might have a ton of followers, but you don't have much integrity if you're partnering with brands that don't match your values and don't match the values of your yeah. audience. So I've definitely had to turn certain things down because you know they haven't matched my particular values or my ideologies as a person and a business. And it's always back to those values, isn't it? As the compass yeah. and the guiding thing that you need to really have present in your own mind in order to be confident in yourself and also the type of opportunities that you take part in. Definitely. What's your like main? What's your main principle? Like you? What's your like main quote that you sort of live by? 
Oh, the tables have turned. Um, I Sorry, I know this is making mine, but I'm actually interested to know. This is, this is your podcast now. <laughs> love it. Um, I, am, I love inspirational quotes and things like yeah. that. I'm massively into that. Probably one of my favourites is, if not now, then when, if not you, then who. Yeah. And I think it kind of plays into that inner voice that most of us have, I think, that says, well, who are you to do that when you yeah. want to do something that's quite bold? And to be honest, I'm always doing things that are bold. I would be lying if I said that there wasn't still a tiny voice that sometimes says that to me, you know, who are yeah. you to do that? Are you good enough to do that? But that quote is that quote is almost the voice of what I call my inner cheerleader who then comes back and says, uh, who is she not to do that? And just reminding me that, I get to decide who I am and what I'm capable of and what I want to do and no one else can decide that. So that's kind of the quote that I thought of straight away when you asked me that. Oh, I love that. Love it. Yeah. For sure. It's like you need that little boost to say, go on, girl, you've got this. Totally, totally. And the other thing that I love sort of thinking about is that quote that goes, if you wait to feel ready, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. So Again, back to that, you want to feel maybe 70% ready to do something, maybe 60 if you're being brave and just kind of go for it because I truly think that you become ready through taking action. You don't feel ready ever before you're about to take an action, particularly anything that's actually worth doing or really expansive, inspiring, etc. Yeah, no, yeah, completely agree. I love, I like, literally, I love listening to you. You're such like a such a great person because you like give so much like confidence and like build up I really feel like inspired by it well thanks love that's <laughs> awesome I'm so pleased that you came on this podcast no thank you for having me so if there's somebody who is listening who is thinking about starting their own business or moving into the wellness industry or just even pursuing a passion of theirs what advice would you give to them um given they're probably in that mindset of feeling pretty stuck and not really knowing what the next move is? I guess obviously a lot of planning goes into it, but it's having a real plan on what you what you want to achieve, like what is your business and going back to sort of, you know, making sure you do things that are right for you. You know, for instance, for me, like with a product, where did I want to see the product sit? Like with the health food shop, I was thinking Whole Foods, you need to look at like who you want to align yourselves with and really have a strong plan so that you don't sort of get sidetracked and you know where you're going. I think it's really key to sort of have like a, a good plan in place. And I, I just think go for it. If you need advice, speak to the right people. And it's just having that confidence, you know, again, back to that passion thing, but it's like, you've got passion about it. So what's stopping you? You can spread that message. And I think it's just really key to just, know exactly where you want to go with the brand or you know whatever it is you want to achieve just really be confident in yourself and also know that confidence grows over time you're not you don't expect to be like right I want to start this business and I've got this great product or whatever and I need to be this person right now you know let yourself grow into that role and take those steps as you need to start off if you want with for instance I don't know this is just uh, like an example but if you want to start doing like videos just start practicing doing a few videos put them out there then you could start doing Facebook lives and then go and do talks so I always think the Facebook live or Instagram lives are quite a good way of like indicating you know getting answers thrown at you to talk about don't feel like you need to be don't ever compare to, compare yourself to anyone else and don't feel you need to be this really strong like 
confident person to start with is just start with the baby steps and work your way up and you will get there if you've got passion and dedication to what you're doing. Mm, Absolutely. I mean, you never want to compare yourself to anyone anyway, because you have no idea what they've done to get to the level that they're at. Yeah. Tons of my friends who are speakers have speaking coaches. I haven't had a speaking coach, but for instance, if you were to see me speak, you'll see that I'm super relaxed and really confident when I speak. But I wasn't that way the first time I did a talk, you know, I've done, yeah. I've, I think I've done more than 60 talks in the last two years. So that has come from practice that has come from putting myself out there yeah. and just being willing to kind of make mistakes. Sometimes you fall on your face and that's okay. Cause it's all about, it's like the training wheels, right? Getting you to that place Definitely. where you're eventually going to be confident, but you don't know that when you see someone speak and you don't know that when you see people speaking on their Instagram stories and things like that. So yeah. I've been speaking on those stories every day for two years. But once upon a time, that was a really scary thing for me. I remember I had to really pump myself up to do that. Definitely. And I think it's like, it is, it's that thing of like, I mean, yeah, you should never compare. And I remember at the early stages of Lucy B, I went to a show and like a few people like, who's your competitor? And to be honest, we didn't have any, I personally didn't think we had any competitors because I was so worried about what Lucy B was doing and what what we wanted to achieve I wasn't worried about what the next person was doing because if I was investing that worry and you know comparing ourselves to them we wouldn't have got anywhere within our own company so I think it is like you know it is you can see people and you can be admired by what they're doing like if I came to your talk I'd be like wow you're so calm and how you present stuff would love to be like that and it's just taking tips from however that person is doing it and but not thinking I could never do that or oh I'm not going to be as good as them because that is the only way that you're you know feel better in yourself Definitely. I always say if you feel comparison or envy or intimidated by someone, often that might be a sign that you admire something in them. And so approach them about it. You know, I remember I used to get really intimidated by certain women in the industry who are now some of my best friends. And that's literally because I approached them and said, I massively admire this in you. Could you give me any pointers or would you like to meet up? And I actually moved towards the people that I was comparing myself to because it was, it was all positive comparisons. It felt feels crappy when you're the one that where you feel like you're deficient in comparison to that person but if it's something that you see in another person that you really feel you'd love to have and embody yourself yeah speak to them and find out ways that you can try and start to cultivate that in an inspiring and empowering way rather than thinking you know oh poor me I'll never be like that because you can kind of just become anything that you want to become really if you try and you commit yourself to it that's so true I love that and it is like you said like when you actually speak to people the majority of people actually want to help you or they want to give you their advice you know they've probably learned it from someone and people love to help others so I think that's such a key point like you said just if you admire something or you you see something someone just speak to them about it and like actually you'd be probably quite surprised at the outcome of like what you get back and what you learn from them so I really I think that's great Mm, definitely and if they don't reply just as a side note it's not because they think you're stupid it's just probably because they're busy and they miss your email because that's something as well that I definitely encountered in the start and it can be hard not to take that personally but yeah it's never personal no not at all and so last question what would you tell your younger self oh this is such a tricky one I think (laughs) I think it is yeah just sort of go for it and also 
it's hard I think because I like I said I really struggled at school like um with education so I think for me I was always sort of like wouldn't put myself out there and I would always like worry again about what people would think of me when I did like for instance when I started doing talks and things like that and I think it's actually like don't don't be so hard on yourself go for it because as I said like earlier people always there to support you and you know you will just grow from actually putting yourself out there more and I think it's just kind of a hard one but not to be so hard on yourself like growing up or you know having that self-doubt I guess the self-doubt you know use it to make you a stronger person rather than let it sort of get the best of you. Absolutely. I think self-kindness is definitely one of the key pillars of confidence and that's something that we focus heavily on in my coaching academy as well and it works. Powerful advice. Lucy, thank you so much for coming on today. I really, really appreciate it. I'm really grateful for your time and I know that that would have been really inspiring for our audience. So Thank you you so much much for having me. I've I've loved speaking to you. It's been really interesting and I'm really excited to see the podcast and the rest of them. So thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode ignited you, expanded you and enriched your heart, your mind, your life in some way. If it did, reach out on Instagram. My handle is this is Amy Rushworth or you can head over to my website for all my courses, retreats, and magical offerings at amyrushworth.com. If the show feels like a vibe for you, make sure you subscribe. And if you have 60 seconds to rate and review, or even to just share the show with a friend, I would be so, so, so grateful. And it helps more amazing, beautiful people like you to discover this show and to improve their lives for the better. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until then, I'm sending you strength, grace, ferocious courage, and a friendly reminder to always love yourself fiercely and to go out there and live your most unapologetic life.